0: Welcome to Hello. the iGen UK podcast. Now we're available in audio, video, three and a half inch floppy, carrier pigeon. That makes no that. sense if you're just listening nice. to it. We might have to rename it. And today I'm joined by Alex Simmons. Hello. I'm Chris. Bonjour. <laughs> International, I like it. Um, so we've not been so much this week at all, to be honest.
1: There I, is something that what? I did last week and I just wanted to talk about it very quickly mm-hmm. um, television, 3D, but without glasses.
0: But you wouldn't be able to see it without glasses. Yeah, that
1: was the problem. So. But seriously, so uh I checked out 3D glasses-less, that's hard to say, television, uh last week. And it's actually quite good. Does it work? It does work. Uh it's still Does that not look
0: just reality?
1: Well, maybe, but <laughs> But it's like so I saw like Avatar, I saw some gameplay footage on there of Call of Duty. Uh and it's basically a chip that kind of does it on the fly. Now mm-hmm. obviously it's better if people go in and make it more what? 3D, What's Do you understand t- what I mean. the technology is. Yeah, what is? is the technology?
0: Is it like 3DS technology?
1: It's called Ultra-D, which sounds like a bra. It sounds like a bra, like bra.
0: <laughs> Alex. How uh, long did you watch it
1: for?
2: Uh, oh, not very long. Because always seems to be the big question with 3D is is it going to give you a headache?
1: Yeah, but well, the good thing about it is is that um, it's a little bit like the 3DS in that you can change the depth of field. So you can have it like full on, and it looks, the 3D is so kind of overpowering. It's on the timing screen. Yeah, exactly, yes. And the battery runs out after 15 minutes. Or, you can kind of set it back and have, because I prefer 3D that's a bit more subtle and a little bit sort of, you know, pick out at you rather than it's like so in your face. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just thought it was interesting. Um, and it's coming out So, Toshiba have got a panel coming out. The panel's a uh, tech name for a screen, actually. (laughs) Alex,
0: what's your your viewing angle like on that? Very good, very good aspect ratio. Yeah, pretty
1: sexy. Good. Um, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it is true. You can sit and watch it from different angles. So, if you really
0: dislike your partner, you can sit on the opposite end of the room and you're absolutely fine?
1: Uh, Yes. Cool, awesome. Uh, Anyway, it's coming out in uh, May. And it will cost 200,000 pounds? No, this Uh-oh. is the ridiculous thing. Is So the, the, the panels themselves are 4K, mm-hmm. but they're not displaying in 4K. The reason they're 4K is they because they're displaying, you know, uh, obviously, multiple versions of the same image. Yeah. So you're still seeing it in 1080p, okay. but it's going to be around 2 grand. Which, oh. considering that you know a lot of 4K mm. TVs, and it will display 4K as well. Uh, 4K TVs are, you know, Sony ones is about 3 grand, I think, you can get it for. So, you know competitive pricing So, have you seen the future then alex uh well i've always said that 3d is just not of interest to me unless i can not have to wear another pair of glasses so it's definitely piqued my interest (laughs) or stack them really deep (laughs) Um, (laughs) so
0: as as always we start the show with news 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 chris you have some absolutely terrible news about a terrible tv show coming back well we were talking about tv so let's talk about a new tv show Uh, Who
2: here watched Heroes? I watched one episode. Me. How much of it did you watch?
0: Um, I watched it until it became literally unwatchable. Which is when? uh, When they cancelled it. Oh, so you watched it all the way (laughs) through? Yeah. Because I thought it became... It's really bad. I gave
2: up in the first season, which I know isn't fashionable because people like the first season.
0: The first season was... Really, really good because I think it came on the back of Smallville, which was a bit ropey in places. Monster of the Week, and you had this overarching storyline that was quite compelling. I was at university, didn't have anything else to do, so mm. just watched all the episodes at once. And the, the character of Hero, I think a lot of people really, really liked in the first season. Mm. But then subsequent seasons were just abysmal. Mm. Like the way the characters used to flip and flop; the morality would change between episodes. Silo was a bad guy, he was a good guy, he was a bad guy mm. again. It just became you know, It just became a complete car crash. Well, interestingly, um,
2: Heroes wasn't supposed to have an overarching storyline. It was supposed to be separate seasons. Yeah. But because the first season was so popular with those characters, they went with it all the way through. Uh, it's getting a reboot. It's going to be called Heroes Reborn, and it's going to be a standalone season of 13 episodes. Okay. Um, it sounds like with all new characters. Right.
0: Um, so, basically, it's going to be a superhero TV show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, what makes oh, it... Intri- what- of which we've got a few now. It, it was kind of the only one at the time, apart yeah, from Scarlet, yeah, like you say. But yeah. there's Arrow, um, there's Agents of Shield, and then there's the, s- slew coming
0: in. So the there? Netflix Marvel kind of quartet of shows, yeah. Daredevil being probably the most prominent of those. Um, so superheroes invading the small screen as well as the big screen.
2: Yeah. So and some old ones and some new ones because they. T- but what does this mean? Like
0: even a bad show can come
1: back. But, and also, not actually that long after it was kind no. of cancelled. It just that, feels a bit and weird. I,
0: also, if it was like a. Say it was something like Firefly. It's a really well thought of in the years since it's been off TV. The name carries like heritage and weight and kind of a bit of prestige. But Heroes is known as being quite bad. Yeah. It seems to have annoyed more people, this news, than it has actually
2: made happy. Yeah. Livid. Um, certainly we, we got a conversation piece on, on the site between um, a couple of our guys who are coming from different ends of that argument. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and they also said that some of the original characters will be cameoing and popping up, so I guess right. they're going to bring the cheerleader back,
1: but... You can't bring the G-Leader back. What
2: can you do? But yeah, we're, I think it's safe to say we're
1: unexcited by that news. Oh, Good. Well. Good one to start the show off. Exactly. Um, I've got more exciting news. So Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes is coming out okay. uh, next month in March. Now, originally it was going to be £40 if you wanted to buy the retail version of the uh, PS4 or Xbox 360 yep. version. Sorry, Xbox One version of the game. It's got a £10 price cut, so it's now 29 99 which is exactly the same price if you buy it on digital download, still twenty pounds. If you buy it on X360 or PS3, so PR3. why
0: has this happened?
1: Well, it depends whether you're positive or cynical. Okay, which bit which response birth. would yeah, you like first? Uh, positive. Positive. So it's just. Kojima is such a lovely man. He thought, yeah.
0: He's thought, I've made too much money from these yep. games. And he's given Trying something to back give to the community. Back. I'm more cynical than
1: that. Okay. <laughs> uh, pre-order's really, really low. <laughs> I like how much i on your shoulders here. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so the other kind of... It, it's had some negative criticism because it basically serves as a teaser for Phantom Pain, which yeah. is the full-fat so it's Metal a Gear prologue, experience. kind of is isn't it? Yeah. So uh, initial kind of previews came out and said that it's two hours long. And yes, you can get from start to finish in two hours, but apparently there's a lot more in it than that. And uh, although we don't really know how it's going to work, a lot of the sort of decisions and choices you make in Grand Zeros will have an impact in Phantom Pain. So it probably does pay to kind of replay. Um,
0: but yeah. and think there's significant factors in here that we have to like address. One, Kojima Productions makes incredibly high-quality, yes. brilliant... Tri- Games with history, incredible artists, incredible animators, incredible developers. So it will be worth the value of money. Like you're getting a a premium product here. Why can't they charge that much? Yes, it might not. You know, if you went straight through it in two hours and wanted just to like take kind of the through road. Yeah, yeah. You might seem that's expensive, but it's expensive to go to the cinema yeah. for two hours if you went with someone else. And this, you can replay it. There's ways to explore it. I don't, it's, it's weird with video games. There's always been that kind of proposition, value for money. Yeah. yeah. And video games usually have a lot of gameplay, but we are getting into an era where a, a two-hour, one-hour experience might be worth £20 because it was a small group of developers yeah. who spent two years of their life making it, and that is worth paying for. Yeah. So I think we're going to encounter
1: those arguments more and more. Because I also think, if you look at The Last of Us Left Behind, mm. thats eleven ninety nine. I think, mm-hmm. if you buy it. Uh, and if you play that from start to finish, i uh, that's not two hours. I know somebody said it was yeah. two hours. I think it was near a kind of three. Maybe oh, even about touching that. Yeah. four if you take your time. But you're probably not going to return to that. After you've, yeah. uh, that's all about the story. Once you know the story, that's it. But if there is a lot more to the game, then I just think...
2: Fair enough. Two hours at the cinema costs £20, these yeah. days. Well, that's it. I was yeah. going to
1: take my daughter uh, to book. go and see uh, uh, the oh, what's it? A Tinkerbell movie yeah. for the second time. £27, <laughs> and it's over in 74 minutes.
2: Wowzer. There you go. Did you do it or not? No. no. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it
1: doesn't look <laughs> it's fair. Exactly. I not that much. It's like, second time. Like, <laughs> well, you get a job.
2: <laughs> what, what's anyway, right, what price would be right then for to bring your daughter well, it, joy for a uh, second time? It's
1: coming out on Blu-ray on the, <laughs> right at the beginning of April, so I'll just wait. She <laughs> <you> <laughs> can wait. Yeah, exactly. Dan, right.
0: have you got any news? Yeah, I've got a, a, a brilliant bit of news here. Uh, Assassin's Creed 5 probably is going to be announced soon, and we have a story on site on IGN saying that it's not going to be set in Japan. Where's it going to be set? Well, I can confirm it's also not going to be set in Dig Cop.
1: Where's it going to be set
0: don't ask them. It's going to be set in Jade Raymond's favourite historical era. If only we knew what that was. It, I really want it to be like mid-90s.
1: Yeah, or we spoke about like 1960s Carnaby Street with Austin Powers or something like that. Just <laughs> that be <laughs> the Beatles, George Best, And the
0: assassin just getting snagged on chimneys with these like big flares.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: So it kind of uh, I kind of put it in, because so it's a silly story. It's not going to be in Japan. It's because everyone wanted like a samurai
1: assassin's creed, a mm-hmm. bit like
0: Tenchu or something like that. I'd still
1: like it in Victorian England.
0: Yeah, I think what sh- well, the last um, couple of show- showed was you don't need cities with lots of buildings in yeah. to make an Assassin's Creed game for ages. When three was announced, we're like, what's he going to climb? A tree. And it turned out he did actually is climb it? a lot of trees. Well, um, that
1: was disappointing, is that you'd go to the kind well, of... Well, after,
0: like, Rome and Florence yeah. and Venice.
1: And you'd, you'd go, OK, I'm going to find all the the kind of eagle points and, and sink it, and you yeah. go, right, what have I got to climb up? And like, there's that tiny little sapling, and that's yeah. it. It's like...
2: Oh. Is there any chance they could do it in York in the mid 1990s when I was at uni? Maybe. Because they've got the Minster there, he could climb the Minster. What's you the Minster? He could go to the York, York Minster, it's the cathedral there. He uh, okay. could go to Ziggy's and
0: dance to the charlatans.
1: Right. It practically writes itself. What about l- l- a l- consultant? L- <laughs> or,
0: yeah, or in Edinburgh, and he's actually a heroin addict, and the first mission is running down Princes Street. Oh, then... that's good. Log and He both could direct. Um, so though, if you wanna contact us with any of those ideas and license them, we're always available. Mm-hmm. Can I just Shall add one thing? Phone?
1: Okay. Is it too soon for another Assassin's Creed? No,
0: it's um it's the next it's the year after the last one came out. Exactly. So that's that's when they do it, Alex. It's in my eyes that's too soon.
2: Well, they've just announced there's gonna be pretty much as a new Spider-Man movie every year now. <laughs> Until you a die a movie, a Sinister Six movie, a Spider-Man movie, every single year. But
1: surely you're going to get to the point where it's like, I do not care. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I think really? they're killing their cash cow. This, well, as soon as it starts making money, of
0: course, that's when it'll stop.
1: <laughs> Until but then, but, happy days. Because obviously, Assassin's Creed 4, 3 was a bit of a, a disappointment. 4, 4. Bit of a return to 4. 4, yeah. Great. But surely they can't keep that but consistency up. Year in, year out.
0: dispense with cynicism. Look at the positive. 4 was great. Everyone loved it. Let's, like, let's kind of yeah, mind that it, angle. And like but to, is
1: it going to go... Uh, and I mean this in the nicest possible God. sense. The call of Duty is that you've got Absolute, one yeah. off year and one good year. Although ironically, it ended up being. But then the that kind of, sort
0: of dovetails in like the, the weaker one, weaker one becomes the stronger one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: must have the master becomes the. I one. don't
1: know. I just I don't need another. But Assassin's you're not being Creed right a big
0: Assassin's Creed fan. I'm sure people who are. I'm loving the idea of finding out what Jade Raven's favourite historical period is. <laughs> yes.
1: That, that, to me, is the most
0: intriguing part yeah, well, of the story. Think, and also, when it comes out, everyone's going to judge it really harshly. Oh, like, yeah. That's your favourite? We right? should
2: do some investigative journalism. We could, should get in touch with a history
0: teacher from school. What was the curriculum in right. Canada? Right? right. Yeah. you did In year six, you did e-
1: Egypt. Everyone does Egypt. Yeah, to go through our school marks. Where make, did you get an A? Ah, oh, she e- loves it.
0: In, um, in, in history, I had to make a pontoon out of a toilet roll when I was when I was... Eight. Why? Still don't know to this day. Anyway, moving it's on. pretty there much dead air.
2: Um, I've got one more story, and lucky old me, I've got another horrible story. Um, worse than the Heroes one, I would say. Harold yeah. Ramis has died Yeah. at the age of 69. Um, if Harold Ramis, if you don't know him, played Egon Spengler in the Ghostbusters movies. That's probably what he's best known for.
1: Also a fantastic director. Yes, like, right. he
2: directed... Three of my top ten comedies, I would wow, say. Wow. Or that's maybe, not a bad Maybe hit two version. of them, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, cool. just, I'm not sure. He, <laughs> now that he's gone. He directed uh, Groundhog Day. Yep, great
1: Worker movie. Work of genius.
2: Absolute yep. work of genius. A perfect film, in my opinion. Um, he also directed National Lampoon's Vacation.
1: That's a very good. <laughs> did you know what? I didn't know that he <laughs> yeah, directed that. No, he that is amazing. amazing.
2: Bloody funny. Yeah. That's the one where they go to Bloody really World. Well. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, and he also directed Caddyshack. So which, which
1: is the one that's kind of... Uh, vacation, Vacation's
2: maybe top 20. Right, okay. Maybe top 20. Caddyshack's probably my favourite comedy, which is a yeah. ridiculous statement, but it's the one... <laughs> it's the film that makes me laugh the most. And my flatmate almost, always finds it funny because he thinks it's a genuinely terrible film. Not just bad, but yeah. terrible. But. Yeah. Man, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase and Ronnie Davis were in that fun- in That, film, that <laughs> funny. So yeah, Harold Ramis has died at the age of 69 which is just, it yeah, was a real 100%. surprise to everyone. No yeah. one knew that he was he was that ill. Um, it's a very rare condition as well. Yeah, well, I'd never even heard
0: of it. No, it's, it's, it's still not very well understood at all and there's a lot of research being done into it still. Mm. Um, I was just a huge Ghostbusters fan as a kid and mm. I told you this story the other day. Yeah. And um, I went on a flight to Spain with my mum and dad and it was like a I don't know, two, three-hour flight or something. And to keep me quiet throughout the duration of the flight, my mum had Ghostbusters figures in her hand luggage, and every half an hour she'd get me out a new one. And I just remember Egon always it was the last one. And um, I just was obsessed with the Ghostbusters. Yeah. But it was the real Ghostbusters, so we had blonde ah. hair. Which was always weird, I thought, uh, as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. They, they gave him blonde hair in the cartoon. I guess, so, like, yeah, you would have French been quite young, them. you wouldn't have... Yeah, Dan Aykroyd had ginger hair in the cartoon. right?
2: One thing that gave me a lump in my throat yesterday, though, was I saw that uh, Barack Obama paid tribute to him, released a statement saying how sad he and his wife were. And at the end, he said, but we hope that he's received total consciousness, which is a joke from Caddyshack. Bill Murray's character. Right. Which is absolutely off his face, says that. So it's quite a, a weird yeah. thing Did so you about see the say. picture
0: as well that did the rounds on Reddit? And mm. it was a cartoon, a really yeah. nice cartoon, yeah. of the, the three remaining Ghostbusters looking at a trap, and out the trap was the ghost of yeah. Albert mm-hmm. Brunus. Yeah. And I thought it was really sweet, in a similar way to the picture of Kermit, such as the picture of Jim Henson. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I think that'll probably mean that the, the long, the long rumored
0: Ghostbusters 3 won't happen. Yes
2: or either way I kind of hope it doesn't now I like, shouldn't it's, it shouldn't happen not, it's, it's not right, right. It's, not right it's one of those movies. things everyone
0: wants but actually no one would actually want
2: Yeah, I agree
0: yeah. Um, but a film that everyone is very eager to see we saw the trailer for it last night it looks incredible um, it's Godzilla
2: yeah uh, the new trailer broke and it sent the internet into meltdown everyone seems to be going nuts yeah. over it so yeah.
0: let's just have a little brief glimpse of it and then we'll chat more and tell you what we thought yeah
2: I wanna to talk to somebody in charge. You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster.
0: You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. Because what's
1: really happening
0: is right. that you are hiding. Okay, well. It is all kicking off. Mm.
1: It's just about to kick off. Obviously. It's about to. It's all gonna
0: kick off. Yeah. We're seeing some aftermath there. We should work on taglines. It's about to kick off Godzilla. <laughs> Do
1: you think? Yeah.
0: Is that Reptile, the film?
2: <laughs> and and there was a snippet of Brian Cranston. The one thing I was wondering though, what's gonna be bigger, Godzilla or Brian Cranston's performance? because he's gone, he's gone massive. <laughs> there you go. That's massive. just what I was wondering. You're always asking the big questions. He's, he's gone
0: massive in this one, though. Yeah.
2: this isn't. He's, he seems to be manic from start to finish.
0: Is he going to throw it down? Is there going to be a scene where he just takes him on by himself and just out-acts Godzilla? What do you think about like Pacific Rim? I think this is the most interesting thing about the trailer um, was the way that it kind of... Dovetails with the original Japanese movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and the events of that still exist. So it's not a reboot. It's kind of interesting that the Japanese covered it up as this weird. Um, maybe they're very ashamed of it, or something like that. And they actually, all the Pacific nuclear testing in the fifties was an attempt to kill it. Kill it. And that's yeah. a really interesting angle. So it's not just coming out of nowhere. It already exists. So first question: If it existed in the nineteen forties, fifties. Where has it been for all this time? Because mm. it is big. Yeah.
1: Like, you can't hide that. Like out. Huge. Uh, am I supposed to answer that question? Mm. I don't know. Please. <laughs> well, down we're, down Alex, on in the internet. Please speculate wildly. Uh, I think it was probably lying down on its front and it looked like a mountain. And probably many people <laughs> climbed <Japan>. up it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> many people <laughs> climbed up it. Just like Godzilla <laughs> lying face down. Nobody yeah. has seen me. And then one day a rambler walked down its foot and tickled it. And that's when it started. It's a lovely story, Alex. (laughs) I hope it opens
0: with an intro of you reading that to preface the movie.
1: I think it's been in a
2: warehouse
0: in South Croydon. Do you? No. (laughs) It's Drew Pearce (laughs) where this That looks amazing to me. What do I think? I think he's been dormant. Like, all good horror monsters. down on his front. Whether it's Stephen King's It's It or It's Dracula, monsters kind of go away, they fall asleep, and they come back to wreak revenge on the next generation. Yeah. And I reckon maybe they bombed him. He went to sleep at the bottom of the ocean. Had a lovely little time with SpongeBob. And now he's coming back. But it's um, I think that's an interesting
1: angle. What, your angle? Yeah, my angle. <laughs> okay. I just think it looks... Blimmin' insane. And yeah. I, I, I wasn't I, excited about it at all, but now I am completely pumped.
2: You even emailed us all last night. With I your did. Excitement. Yeah, he yeah. yeah. was like, let's
1: all go together. Um, let's go and watch it together. Can I say
2: something to temper everyone's excitement? The you are t- full of negativity today. <laughs> no, but I've been, I've been here too many times before. Um, the trailer, <laughs> Godzilla. The tra- well, no, the trailer for the Roman film. The, tra- the, lo- the, the trailer for the Roman memory Godzilla film, there were a couple of trailers, were absolutely brilliant. Some of the best trailers I've ever the trailer's seen. Trailer's are slight of hand, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah. and those films were not good. So let's just take a pause. Do you remember how good the trailers were for Pacific Rim last year? And did any of us really love that film?
0: It's not bad, though.
2: It's not the film I wanted it to be, though, based on those trailers. Um,
0: It's not bad. What I think is interesting about some of that footage is there seems to be a lot of action sequences, some probably towards the end of the movie, where they're taking on Godzilla and you don't even actually see Godzilla that much, even when they're taking him yeah. on. He, he's that huge. You can be fighting him and just see, like, a bit of um, arm or a yeah. leg. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost that classic, I don't know, um, Jaws paradigm where it's scary if you don't see the monster. But with yeah. Godzilla, the thing is, he's so big, you have you to see him. him. Yeah. But yeah. by focusing on a small part of him, you're still not seeing him. Yeah. So you're kind of having your cake and eating him. Mm. Well, um, I thought
2: the, cleverly, the clever thing they did in Cloverfield is have the big monsters and the little small ones coming yeah. off him. yeah. That was really smart. But yeah, no, we are, we're,
1: it's safe to say we're excited. And it's out in May, is it? I believe so. I think it is. Yeah, like, I think so. Like way, way sooner than I thought it was. That's only three months away. I am excited. Yeah,
2: well, the day that this podcast drops um, on Friday, um, I'm also seeing, I should be seeing 20 minutes of footage from the film that I can ah. talk about. So that should be on the site that day, what they've shown us. And I think Gareth, uh, the director, might be in town as well to have a chat. So
1: I hope you're a bit more positive to him. Of course I will be. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just not passing
0: judgment oh, until no I've seen it. Trailer seen. Oh, come on, get excited. Um, right, this is something maybe to get excited about. It is the news that Microsoft is reducing the price of the Xbox One in the UK. This is not happening anywhere else in the world, just yep. in the UK right now. Not at the minute. So it's gone down from 429.99 to just under £400. £399. Yep. 99 and they're also doing a special Titanfall bundle where you get Titanfall in the box for that price. You so you're effectively getting free Titanfall plus yeah. a £30 yeah. price drop. And so how much 70, does
2: Titanfall cost?
1: Probably RRPs at, like,
0: 50,
2: 50 quid. quid yeah. So, kind of 80
0: uh, quid. 80 quid
1: deferential, yeah. 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 The, uh, the flip side of that is that it's still £50 pounds more than PlayStation 4. Yeah. But obviously so, you don't get a game with s- PS4. Yeah, so price. we want
0: to talk about whether it is... Is now the right time to get an Xbox One if you don't already have one? Yeah. Is that price difference, that price drop enough to convince you right now plus Titanfall coming out? And especially,
1: out? Chris, you're kind of uh, on the periphery, I guess, of kind mm. of gaming. I you haven't know. bought one yet. No. Yeah. Of so these two. Is it, uh, Well, I'm, I'm kind
2: of waiting until we have a winner. Are we likely to have a winner what, out of these two?
1: What do you define a winner?
2: Well, I, th- I felt like the, the Sony PlayStation was a winner. PlayStation 1. Yep. Uh... For me, the PS2 was as yep, well. I would agree. Um, and then, yeah, what is a winner? Well, is one, is one of these going to take over and be in, like, 75% of homes and the other one not?
1: Well, so at the minute, the PlayStation 4 has definitely got the lion's share. By it. It's probably about, it's not quite two to one, but it's almost two to one. But, you know, that is obviously uh, getting the price cut, bringing it down to under £400, packaging it with probably the best example of what a next-gen game is going to be is a good step towards that. Mm. Um, So, you know, I personally, I don't have an Xbox One, but I absolutely love the Titanfall beta having played it in the Mm. office. And it excites me. I'd be like, do you know what? If I had 400 quid, I don't. I I would definitely go and buy one. I think... I think that's a really
0: appetizing package. I think yeah. it would have absolutely cleaned up when the game, um, when the console first came out. Absolutely. If there was a £400 package at launch with a yeah. game included, yeah. I think that would have stood it in really good stead against the PS4 in the UK. Um, I don't think it's too little too late. I no. think for me, the biggest glaring omission or the thing that kind of would put me off from leaping in and getting one right now is that £50 more expensive. That's yeah. fine. If all the other stuff that Xbox One should be able to do, and it can do in the US, was available here in the UK, yeah. and c- currently right now it isn't, and there's no timeline for when s- some of that stuff will be ready, so we're yeah. talking about the TV integration, and all the kind of full roster of apps. Yeah, all
1: of now, the non-gaming stuff, Yeah, which, I which say is like, a big push for the launch.
2: And oh. that's kind of key for me as well, being a, not a hardcore gamer, yeah. I want all that other stuff to be working. And
0: it, yeah. Alex, it wasn't even just a big push for launch, on the original announcement of the Xbox One, yeah, exactly. and they got it's loads of that. obviously yeah. loads of heat and flack from particularly IGN readers for yeah. that, because we were a games community yeah. but it was such sort of central to the way that they announced the console to yeah. the world for that to be out three months later in the UK and still no visibility on what's going to be added yeah. is kind of a, a huge letdown, I think
1: yeah because interestingly you interviewed the
0: um... Harvey Eagle who is the UK Xbox marketing director yeah. and I talked to him before the announcement was made about the price drop and he was like you know we think that the console offer is great value. He was really positive. It's the best Xbox launch in the UK ever. Um, and he said, you know, and he actually mentioned when I talked to him about the price difference, he said, strong entertainment offering. Yeah. And I kind of went back to him and said, well, that isn't quite there. And he, yeah. he kind of went, you're right, you're fair enough, he's right. But he, I think he's still talking about with a mindset of potential. Yeah. That he knows that the box has these capabilities. It has physical things on the box, like a HD2 HDMI, yeah, so you yeah, can yeah, put yeah. something yeah. in between yeah. that the PS4 doesn't have. So it has this inherent technological advantage. It's whether and when they can capitalise on it. Yeah. And it's just not there yet.
1: Well, that's, and that's the thing. Once Titanfall is gone, it's quite a quiet... Uh, run up for the next kind of few months.
0: Yeah, and he's talking about you know th- these games being announced. Yeah. I think both um, Sony and Microsoft have got stuff in their pockets, make E three a bit special.
2: Absolutely, They're i are talking you're about see some really big games coming out. Couldn't they have gone the whole hog though and made it that little bit cheaper? With the game thrown in, have it at the same price, but with Titanfall. Like, would that not have been well, an amazing statement to, yeah. to lay your market like, down?
1: If, if you want to take, uh, you know, market share, that's the way to do it. Actually, yeah. you can buy it from GameStop in the UK for 370 pounds. Right, which is pretty, which is so amazing. So yeah. But
0: also, just you know, let's think of a slightly alternate, parallel universe where Kinect didn't exist. Yeah. Scratch off maybe another you know, 40. 50 pounds off yeah, that price. That's and a good you, point. then you start going, well, there's very little and actually that one has potentially all this extra TV stuff. I we to get that one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Sony will follow suit now and drop the price of the PS4? Does
1: they have to? They don't need to. No. Uh, it's selling more than well enough right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got some good games coming up and you know Xbox's got some, some good games coming up. So I think you know, they're in the dominant position. Interestingly, this time, last generation, it was the other way around. Xbox was in control, PlayStation came out late. They came out with a more expensive product, and they suffered as a result of it. Mm. So I think, you know, as far as PlayStation goes, it's, it's business as usual. They've also got things like uh, PlayStation Now coming up, so streaming games, all that kind of stuff. They've yeah. got a lot of things that's uh, in their kind of back pocket, but all geared towards the gamer, mm. as, as you said. Yeah. And, you know, the stuff that could appeal to you is the non-gaming stuff. But when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen?
0: And, you know, when it launched in the UK, they had the kind of... Something I think would really appeal to you is the whole sports stuff. Yeah. If you you could have a tighter integration with the Premier League, Mm. you could be watching the game, but on the side, you could have Twitter showing you people watching the game, having other scores coming in. It's almost like a bespoke kind of Soccer Saturday experience. I think that would appeal to you, being a huge football fan. And that was on the adverts, but it's still not there. And it's, like, really hard, like... It's very easy for someone to get dupes and think, oh, that'll be there, and it's not yeah, there yeah, out of the box. Yeah. So how have we...
2: I am going to continue to sit on the fence, I'm afraid. <laughs> I, think, I think it
0: sounds like yeah. a really good deal, but until that, those
2: other integrations are working...
0: Yeah, I think if you are a big gamer, um, really excited about Titanfall, that kind of shop-to or deal that's available through 370... GameStop. 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 That is quite appealing. Yeah. And I think that could make a
1: difference. Yeah. Like, my advice, if you love Titanfall and get it right now. Cool, settled. So let's move on to a reader feedback. Mm, so and I think
0: Mr. Krupp has the first, first piece. Of feedback. Indeed, uh, the first piece comes from James McCulloch. Um, hi, guys, new listener. Um, anyway. Oh, do you know if MLB 14 will be getting a UK release for PS4? So first question, What is MLB 14? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you
2: that, but I just thought I'd read out the letters to you.
0: No, uh, we do no. Yeah, Major we League do. Baseball. Um, so this is a Sony game. I don't know whether it is off the top of my head getting a PS4 release date, but I know the people to ask. So I will do that after the show and we'll get you an answer next week, James. Yeah. I would say probably not.
1: Also... Should we have uh, saved the email for next week? But I think no, no. the other thing... <laughs> I, as far as there. I'm aware, uh PS4 games region, are region free. free. So, worst case, import important. Do you know what? I'm in uh, the US next week. I'll bring you back a copy. <laughs> he actually said that, so... <laughs> it's contractually blind, binding. <laughs> there you go. uh, I've got an email from Alastair. I think it's Alastair, but it's uh, uh, a different <laughs> spelling. You're confusing me. Anyway, it says, Love the show. Uh, as an aspiring game journalist, but wondering, apart from experience in writing about films and games, what other advice would you give to me as an 18-year-old looking to get into the industry? Your I advice would be like a very, make a very good cup of coffee. That's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to this day, you've never made me a hot drink.
0: Have you? Yes. I, have. I almost used your phrase there, but I'm not going to say that live on there. I have indeed. Anyway, it's not a domestic podcast.
1: Unbelievable. So uh, my advice is, well, you say it apart from writing about films and games. That's absolutely what you should be doing. And whether it's on your blog or, you know, however you can do it, yeah. write, write, write. But also... Make video. Yeah, don't just pigeonhole yourself into being this person that can write be a, uh, a presenter or somebody who can talk expertly about all forms of yeah. entertainment. Different games media whatever. different
2: well, media like, yeah. yeah. If you can present, if you can shoot, if you can edit, appear on podcasts, present. If you um, can do all that. Blog, you know, get, understand social networks really well. Like, there's so much more to the job than we started out as Just Writers, Alex yep. and I. Like, we, we didn't sign up to, to present things like this and yep. appear on podcasts, but the way the industry is changing, you've just kind of got kind of to adapt with it. So the more you can do the more chance you've got, I think, because it makes you so much more employable.
1: The other thing that I would absolutely say is find your own voice because a lot of people are doing the same stuff already. So what is it about your take that is different that will get people hooked and interested in doing it?
2: Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I have an email from Stephen Robinson who says, hi guys, heard you talking about Avatar last week. My uncle works at the studio in LA where they are filming a lot of the green screen and doing most of the post-production for Avatar 2 and 3. He said they planned to be there for five years or so. That's the initial plan anyway. Um, as part of the delay, they installed loads of solar panels on the
0: roof as Cameron was very keen on trying to keep it carbon neutral. Interesting stuff. Well, if he wants to keep it carbon neutral, just get a script locked in place and the financing so you're not just keeping everyone on staff for three years. Well, I keeping would'
1: keeping them there for five years.
0: <laughs> well, no, they'll be making the
2: movies for no, some I, of that time. No, I know they're that. Just I know super, that. They're not, just they're not, they're not that locked in.
1: F <laughs> <laughs> five. What's, what's on the internet today?
2: Um, but, yeah, well, no, it takes a lot. I mean, Avatar was three or four years in... In the making, and this well one's this is two, this is two movies. So
1: yeah. um, we w- talk
0: about Avatar a lot on this podcast.
1: Oh, God, honestly, I don't even. <laughs> over time, I hate to think how many like minutes or hours that we've sunk into <laughs> talking about Avatar.
2: Um, Too I don't, many. I didn't even like it that much. Um, but Stephen, keep us posted. That's what I'd say.
0: Let's have regular yeah. updates. Or um, use your camera phone from your uncle.
1: Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> A weekly uh, segment of the show from Stephen Avatar uncle. Avatar update. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Avatar watch. Do it. Keep yeah. them coming, buddy. Okay. Um, Eugene Johnson writes in, and he says um, he's rec- he lives in the US and has recently discovered on Netflix *Midsummer Murders*. <laughs> is it popular in the UK?
2: Yes. Is it? But not. Is among- it popular in the UK? Yeah, it's you big. bet
0: your ass is. Um, is big, um, but it tends to be your mum that watches it rather than right. anyone I, our I, generation. I've never seen that. I've never seen it. it, thought, is, like, isn't it John, is it John? Nettles? it is John Nettles? He's John Nettles of Bergerac, He'll want him, be Bergerac to He's also the voice of the traffic centre. <laughs> like the traffic centre is alive. <laughs> but like, you're going, hello. Um, he does all the announcements in the traffic centre. There
1: you
0: go. Again, yeah. I'm sure Eugene's loving that fact. Um, it's just, it was just such a random thing to send us. But are you enjoying? Yeah, uh, he didn't say if he loved yeah, it. If he's enjoying I d- it. I suppose there's something. I imagine it plays quite well to an American audience Being Yeah, it's quite, quite quaint isn't very it very yeah. 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 so he also finishes with a question what are your favourite football teams and who do you think will win the EPL Premier League and the Champions League he supports Bayern from the Champions League mm. from Bundesliga who are, who are our teams go on you start Dan. Um my team is Blackburn Rovers because that's where I grew up and yeah I went to the Rovers for 10 years I saw Alan Shearer win the Premier League with us in 94 and
1: 95 that's about it. Uh, I spot Arsenal because I'm a glory boy. Mm. Oh,
0: he did it before I got in there. He <laughs> exactly. did it for a chance. Right, <laughs> you, Chris.
2: Uh, I spot Crystal Palace because I'm from the same area. glory as, boy. I'm from the same area as Alex, and so I support my local team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and you're a better, better, happier person for it, aren't you?
2: <laughs> but, but having said that, I do hope that Arsenal win the league this year. I don't think they will. Mm. Um, I'd like Arsenal to win I though. It's going to be tough. It'll be Chelsea or Man City, won't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. I think it'll be Chelsea. And then the probably asked for the Champions League. I don't
1: know. Well, I don't think you it's going to be. It. A, it's not going to be a British team. Might be a British team. I'm no. sure of it. Buy a good in again. shout. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, email from Richard who says uh, I recently traded in a load of games at the high street store game and racked up 110 pounds worth of credit. Uh, not much coming out for PS4. It's burning a hole in his pocket. So he decided to uh, on a few Vita games that he wanted to get: Persona 4 and then Dan Gang Ronpa. But they don't stock them. Worse, they can't even order them in, which I find crazy. Because um, one of the game's big things is—I can't remember what they call it—but you can. The idea was it's like a, a limitless aisle. You can have any game if it's out. They will do their best to get it for you. Anyway, so you can't get it. Um, so then he wanted to get Nino Kuni and 999, and again, same problem.
0: So he's
1: asking. It- do we think games should be able to get these for him? Well, he's, what he's saying is what you could do is use that money to buy PlayStation Network vouchers and then get the digital downloads, right, okay. but it's more expensive. And he just feels a bit like, well, I traded all my games in with you in the first mm-hmm. place and you offer a service where you're supposed to get me yeah. any game, but you're not. And the only way to do it is to spend more money via PlayStation Network. Look, I just think there are some good games coming out for PS4. You could get a copy of Infamous. That's supposed to be quite good but I think you should be able to get the games that you want. I know that, but I don't work for game. There's nothing I can do about it. Sorry Alex.
0: You're getting that other guy a copy of MLB from All the States. All right, I'm going
1: to phone up game and I'm going to, I'm going to get them to stop these games. I'm not, I can't.
2: OK, okay. Uh, before I read this email, I'd just like to, you guys to remember the fact that the readers are our friends. Okay. They're good people. We shouldn't mock them or laugh yeah. at them.
1: I would I'll never even dream about
2: it. Uh, Dan wouldn't, Alex would. Um, this is from Justin Wong. He says, dear podcast team, Oh, this, I'm going to find this hard to read this one out. Uh, last week, you guys touched upon films in the cinema. You walked out on one of these being Valentine's Day, and that's true. Uh, Luke walked out Valentine's Day because he hated it so much. Right. Um, even though I appreciate that it was Luke's really entitled, Luke. even though I appreciate it was Luke's entitled opinion, I feel it is my duty as a Swifty, aka a Taylor Swift fan, in case you didn't know, to express my disapproval at this comment. I might be a little biased, but I, I believe it was a good film and Taylor squared, which is Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. We're good together in it, in the film and in real life. things. Chris, Taylor Chris, Square? Chris, I'm understanding very little of the words you are using. Also, I can't wait for The Giver to be released where Taylor has a little role. Shall we get Luke? <laughs> sure. Thanks for the podcast and have a great time, <laughs> Justin Wong.
1: The problem is, Justin, you're completely Wong. <laughs> I just don't believe that. I don't know. Well,
2: I don't think any of us here are Swifties, which makes this harder to... Or, I, or Taylor Squared fans.
1: If, if there was a lineup of... <laughs> Is Taylor Swift a woman? Yes. Yeah. If there's a lineup of women, I wouldn't be able to pick her out. Yeah, So I'm, well. I'm the complete opposite of a Swiftie. I'm a mm. you're you're anti Swift. A longie. You're Swiftless. You're slow. Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> Wait,
2: what are we doing? Um, <laughs> um, is this, we're in association now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, apologies, Justin. Okay. Um, and yeah. Well,
1: I'm pleased he enjoyed the film. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that was. The... Is, is it gonna? Are you gonna visit the film now?
1: No, Thanks I can't remember this. what it right, was okay. called. <laughs> it's Day. I don't know what the film is called. I don't know who Taylor Swift is. I uh, What kind of film? So It's a, it's a romantic uh, ro- comedy. I don't like rom-coms. Mm. I'm definitely not going to check that film out. But okay. I love the fact that he likes it.
0: I think you've gotten off him very lightly, Justin. Okay. But thank you for the email. Yes. Hey, Michael Berry writes in saying that um, he and his wife recently watched all with Sherlock in a week. And he was wondering why people don't seem to get on with season three as much as the others. And he's asking if our opinions of the show have changed since it finished. I,
2: think uh, I would say you TV. should read Daniel Krupa's reviews and then you'll know.
1: Yeah, and if, we, did we, a we, we did a couple of videos as we well did, discussing yeah. the highs and lows yeah. of series three. I don't uh, think it was, we weren't anti it. It's just, it was at that particular point at the end of episode two when we didn't know what's happening in episode three that it was just like, this doesn't make any sense. And I think as a season, it kind of hangs together relatively yeah. well and i think i'm just not sure you need to spend an entire episode in the middle building up to that point it was
2: it was two slightly weak episodes and a very strong episode yeah,
0: yeah. and um, Comparatively. i think you, you massively caveat it with saying that sherlock is mm. so good mm. yeah. anything that's slightly off the boil is kind of it looks worse by comparison yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, expectations, expect- everyone our expectations involved is are such, very high are such high caliber yep and um yeah we we I think we are all in agreement that last episode of Series 3 was great yeah knockout if if not the best one they've done okay
1: so out this week so we've got a few games coming out at last first up Castlevania Lords of Shadow is out now uh, we've spoken quite a lot about this. Yes. We all kind of had high expectations. Well, unfortunately, good
0: things in um, the build up to it, but it yeah. seems like the final product, taken in its entirety, doesn't quite hold together.
1: Right, so we gave it a six point five, and uh, a lot of the reviews out there, a lot of
0: people actually liking things in it. Good ideas. Like, like,
1: it's, it's it sounds like such like
0: faint praise to say yeah. it's well-intentioned. Yeah. But that came up again and again in lots of people's reviews, that it likes what it's trying to do. Yeah. It likes a lot of the things it's, it does and it does well. Yeah. But overall, it's, it doesn't hold together.
1: So similar themes, actually, for Thief, which is also out this yeah. uh, week. Uh, scored a 6.8 on IGN. Uh, again, expectations really high, because that is a uh, franchise that's got a long history. But again, some good ideas, but it doesn't really hang together that that's well also, as a game.
0: It's also kind of been deposed by a spiritual successor in Dishonored. Yes. A lot of people yeah. comparing it, and that's a game that was inspired by Thief, but coming after it, it looks a little bit lame in comparison. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, on a more positive note, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is out, and that's got a 7.8. So that t- kind of takes... Well, you know, Plants vs. Zombies. Um, where it's work. Uh, it's that, but it's kind of like a, a third-person shooter. And I don't know, I haven't actually played it wow. no, I'm, that I'm much apart play it from Gamescom, games but in, it looks really, really yeah, good. I want to play it yeah. in the office. Like a co shooter. I haven't got that yet. That's interesting. Yeah. What about movies?
2: Movies. We've got two big-ish movies out this week. Um, Nonstop is out, the new, the latest Liam Neeson actioner, because we seem to get one every six months now. Yeah. That's what he does now. Um, it's taken on a plane, as far as I know. Um, I haven't seen it yet our review went live trying to um, find his daughter on the plane <laughs> <And everybody> <laughs> <went> <laughs> the no that was Jelly Foster flight oh, plan trying to yeah. find your daughter yeah. on the plane that was the plot of the movie <laughs> the daughter disappears wow um, 7.1 from IGN and the word I took out of the review was effective <laughs> apparently it's effective what, um, and what does the that other, mean uh, <laughs> the other uh, the other movie coming out this week is Ride Along
1: well it's a non-stop ride along of movies this week isn't
2: it <laughs> Oh. Um, um, (laughs) That's a comedy starring Ice Cube and Kevin, what's he called? Kevin Hart Kevin Hart That sounds like a winner (laughs) Um, It's made a fortune in the States Um, We gave it 6.2 and said it was haphazardly executed (laughs) Which I find find to be a funny phrase. It's not quite effective, (laughs) is it? Um, I saw it uh, this week, I thought it was quite funny
1: Is it haphazardly executed?
2: mm, It took about an hour for me to laugh But then the last half hour I laughed quite a lot Quite like there was quite a long finale.
1: <laughs> Do you want to tell about the scene you were telling me Alex about? <laughs>
2: Well, I think it's Call of Duty. Um, there's a lot of Call of Duty banter in that movie. You said this is the classic scene with the big gun. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, they've, they've really gone out on the limb with this one. what we're all laughing about it. We haven't seen it, we're <laughs> laughing about it. it? Uh, spoiler alert, there's a scene where Kevin Hart goes to a gun range and they give him a gun, he says, no, I want a bigger gun. And they give him a bigger gun and then he says, no, I want a bigger gun. And he gets a bigger gun and then you'll never guess what happens when he fires it. Blows him back into the wall. We've never seen that joke before that's on really screen. Crazy. But we're still
1: laughing at it. We haven't even seen it.
2: We're laughing at the <laughs> fact that it's such a cliché. I mean, I think that happened in every single Police Academy movie. Um, Stop <laughs> on My Mum Will Shoot, it definitely happened
0: in... I, I, I can reel him off. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure... It, how
2: rubbish did it was. We need to
0: do this super good all the yeah. scenes.
1: The first minute is <laughs> just getting a big gun. <laughs> so I can't speak like, anymore. <laughs> if you like that joke, go and see Ride yeah. along Well, he obviously does. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I just
0: want to see that clip. i buy on bum- DVD, and tell me what scene it is. So... I think we've agreed that's it for the Igen UK podcast. I this think week. we have agreed. yes. <laughs> How do people get in touch? Um, they can contact us anytime on Twitter at Tillytweets at alexigenuk yep. at Krupa, or at IGENUK underscore UK feedback at IGen.com, that very, very catchy email address. I'm of gonna go
1: I'm, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> I'm, gonna
0: I'm gonna go away, sit in the dark room and think about him firing that gun. Yeah. Um see you later. That's it for this week's yeah, podcast. See you yeah, see yeah, later. Bye.